Welcome back to Worship Weekly. Please be sure to like, comment, subscribe. Most importantly, share Worship Weekly with somebody else this week. This week's sermon is Lead Me to the Rock. And music is What a Day That'll Be, sung by the Scotland Evangelical Presbyterian Church Choir. preach your message this morning. Lead me to the rock that is higher than I. Lead me to that rock that is higher than I. Psalm 61, 1, 2, and 3. Hear my cry, O God, attend unto my prayer. From the end of the earth will I cry unto thee. When my heart is overwhelmed, heal me. Lead me to the rock. Higher than I, for thou 
has been a shelter to me and a strong tower from the enemy. There's so many symbols in the Bible that God used to give us a clear-cut picture of the Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus used many of the himself. It was Jesus who said, I am the doorway. It was Jesus who said, I am the light. It was Jesus who said, I am the way. It was Jesus who said, I am the water of life, the bread of life. Jesus himself used many symbols to give a clear-cut picture of what he was to mean to those who trust him. The Old Testament saints also used symbols to picture what God meant to them. Here David used one that is used in many books of the Bible. He said, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. It is a strange and yet wonderful to see the Bible that Jesus pictured as a great rock. One of the most beautiful hymns that we have ever heard is Rock of Ages. Amen. Clip for thee. It was written by Augusta M. Toplady, who was an English hymn writer. He said that he was caught in a furious storm while on a preaching mission in England. A M. Toplady lady ran from the road that he was walking up on to a huge stone. He got under the stone and sat down with his Bible in his lap while the storm blew over him. He said that as he sat there, the trees blew and the lightning flashed and the trees fell and there came a fearable flood and an awful storm. Back on that rock, God spoke to him the words of the song, Rock of Ages, clip for me, hide myself in thee. Jesus is pictured in the Bible as a rock. This is a Bible picture of what Jesus means. Many of the Old Testament saints referred to God as the rock of the soul. List of David in Second Samuel 22.2. And he said, The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer. Now if you now that Jesus is typical as a rock in the Bible, read verse 4 in 1 Corinthians 10, and did all drink the same spiritual drink, for they drank of that spiritual rock that followed them, and that rock was Christ. So Jesus is a picture in the Bible as a rock. I want to read Isaiah 32 too. I want you to read it. Go into the Bible, Jesus is pictured in the Bible. There's a great rock to those who trust him. Number one, Jesus is a smiting rock. There's a beautiful illustration in Exodus chapter 17 as the children of Israel, led by Moses, were on their journey from the land of Egypt to the land of Canaan. They came to a place called Horeb. In Horeb, there was no water. The Bible says that people began to murmur and complain. They said to Moses, verse 3, I would to God. We had died in Egypt. Here we have no water to drink. The Lord said to Moses, verse 6, Moses did smite the rock, and the water came out. And there you have the picture of the smiting rock. And that smiting rock is a type of the smiting Savior who was smiting on Calvary for the sins of the world. There are three things you should notice about the water that came from the rock. First of all, it was free it cost the Israelites nothing. 
There it came, absolutely free. Salvation is free, thank God. The Bible teaches that the water of life is the gift of God. You can't earn it. You can't buy it. I'm glad you don't have to buy it. When I was saved, I couldn't. I bought it. And if it cost very much, I couldn't buy much of it now. Salvation is free as water. Aren't you glad that salvation is free? It is the gift of God purchased with his own blood. Notice the second thing about that water. It came from the rock. It was abundance. They had all they wanted. I know, don't know, but they tell me those who are able to go to the Holy Land and visit that spot, the ancient side of Horb, see a big rock on the side of the cliff even until this very hour. And coming down from that rock is a sparkling stream of clear water that they say is delicious to drink and abundance of black game. And thank God salvation abundance. The Bible says, For whosoever will call, will let him take of the water of life freely. Revelation 22, 17. This means anybody and everybody. Amen. Glory to God. Anytime. And that's what we thank God for. Anytime that we're right. And then there's a third thing. Jesus is his foundation rock. Here's something all of us need right now. Jesus is a foundation stone. Everything has got to have a foundation and builder knows that's the most important thing about building. The building is what it rests on. The foundation, the most important thing about your life and mine is what is built upon. Jesus said in Matthew 16, 18. The Apostle Paul said for other foundations can no man lay than that is laid, which is Christ Jesus, 1 Corinthians 3.11. If we could really know how many lives in this town and in this church are really built on Jesus Christ, I, I wonder what the truth would be. Jesus said in Matthew 7, 24-27, what is your life built upon right now? I thank God mine is not built upon the church. I love the church, but my life is built upon Jesus Christ. He is to rock because Jesus Christ is your foundation. You are not going to crumble or quit. You're not going to give up. You're not going to be defeated. You're going to go on because your life is built upon a rock. Thank God, unshakable, immovable, Im practical, eternal rock. And that rock is Christ. That is what the Christian life rests upon. Jesus Christ. Fourthly is the rejected rock. Read with me in First Peter 2, 7 and 8. Jesus is rejected rock. Acts 4, 11 and 12. He is the rejected stone. The Bible says in John 1, 11 and 12. There was a wonderful illustration of this during one of the times of building the temple in Jerusalem. He said that when the stones were ordered, carried at a distance and sent to the building site, that builders unloaded a strange, odd-shaped stone and said, that stone has no place here. Throw it away. This is what they did. But as the building neared completion, they suddenly discovered that in order to complete it, 
They needed that stone. So they went down into the weeds, brought the stone, and put it in its place. Many things today that they do not need Jesus, but the hour will come when they will. Life will come. Never no real fulfillment without the Lord Jesus Christ. Conclusion, we need a rock for five things. For sorrow when, when trouble comes. For sin, we need a rock to hide from the devil. We need a rock for safety. We need a rock for shelter. We need a rock for sin. I want you to know we need that rock. And Jesus Christ is that rock. I want you to know that I gave you a few things a few minutes ago that you need to know about that rock. That rock is Jesus. And we need to know that. And when Moses hit that rock in the wilderness, he was told when he hit it, water came forth. And when he got mad at the children of Israel and struck it the second time, God got mad at Moses because Jesus was crucified once, not twice. And he wrote the picture. Now I want to tell you this morning, if you're not saved, you need to get saved. You need to come to that rock. You need to hide on that rock. You need to ask Jesus to forgive you all your sins. And ask him to come to your heart and say, you open the door of your heart. Let Jesus in. Let me know if that happens. If you're saved and you're not serving God, you need to go back to church and start serving God. Ask God to forgive you your sin for not going. And ask him to get you back to where you're supposed to be. Fight the devil with the word of God, with scripture, and God will give you victory. This is Reverend Danny Jackson from the First Faith Baptist Church in Rogan, Louisiana, talking to travelers on the radio. We'll let y'all know that you need to get saved if you're not saved. And if you are saved, you need to go to church. And if you don't go to church, you ought to be shaming yourself.